I'm Kim. And I'm Rachel. We are both teachers. And we are both stressed. You're listening to Desserts Backwards. What's up, guys? If you don't say Here what's we up, are. guys, I get upset. <laughs> It's a thing now. Well, you have to say um, it. You say it in a specific way where it's like, what is up, guys? Did I not say it like that? That you didn't put it as much emphasis as oh. on the what is. I'm sorry. What is up, guys? How's better. that? Thank you. <laughs> okay. I don't know what episode we're on because I did something. We done messed and up. Posted, I posted something. Out. Things happened with the whole... Texas freeze garbage and I got I don't even know so I don't know what episode we're on we're on an episode <laughs> that's all I got for you uh, here I mean, we are I always another get week the number wrong I feel like everyone I start off and I'm like we're on this number what I don't even know what happened Th- things happened things happened but here we are um yeah here we are <laughs> That's, that's all I got. Um, how are you doing? I cried before this episode for no reason. <laughs> I'm, I love that for you. I'm pretty sure I'm PMSing. And I'm, oh. there's nothing wrong. And I started crying. <laughs> I also, I probably shouldn't, the coffee didn't help. No, I'm, I, here's the thing. Okay. So for our caffeine corner, let's start because I have, I, I'm feeling yet. The caffeine corner today was, was a originally a dark <laughs> roast with toasted white mocha there is no toast. and toffee nut. There is no toasted. Okay. That's what this person said. And it was from Hey Mitchy. Mikey. Mitch, I want to say Mitchy. Mitchy? Hey Mitchy five. On, and it was one of your TikTok followers. Okay. Here's the thing. First of all, I go to order, right? And the guy says, well, I'm going to have to break your heart twice. <laughs> and I was like, oh, no. He goes, one, the dark roast we don't serve after 11 a.m. Two, we don't have the toasted white mocha. So I was just like, oh, because I'm pretty sure that the other drink we had talked about ordering also had the toasted white mocha. And so I was like, well, now I'm screwed. And I would just kind of froze in the in the drive-thru, I was like, uh, like, what do I do? And he goes, well, what I can do is I can just give you the regular white mocha and the toffee nut with, like, just our regular Pike Place roast. And I was like, you know what? Sounds good. Um, So is it exactly what we talked about getting or what, hey, Michi, hey, Mikey 5, whatever? No. But it was close enough. <laughs> I, I Because you couldn't get the dark roast? I also did not get the dark roast on purpose, right? Because I because we can't, we have to try the same drink. Well, also, I hate dark roast, so I was like, "Oh, this works in my favor." Oh, I don't like. See, bitter, I think I would have liked strong it. coffee and dark. The I darker love the it. coffee, like I think it's. Bleh. I think I would have liked it. I no, I like but, I liked this drink because it tastes like 
flavored coffee, which is usually what I drink, but it tastes like the flavored coffee I get like when I'm at work and I didn't get my own coffee and I just need coffee to have coffee. And I feel myself having an anxiety attack right now because I have so much caffeine in my system and I didn't take my anxiety medication last night and I'm PMSing. So if I have a panic attack, it's... When I, okay, so I had my coffee this morning. And then I looked at my co-teacher today and was like, Bonnie, I feel I am Friday tired and it's only Tuesday. Uh, this And so wrong. I, it's the week before our spring break. Like when we're recording this, it's the uh, week before yeah, my spring break. Yeah, always the week before you feel, <laughs> it's, it's like, okay, this is a weird analogy, but you know when you have to pee, like use the bathroom and the closer you get to the bathroom, yeah. you like are gonna yes. pee your pants. It's like yes. it's like that at school. Like the closer you get to a break, the more exhausted you oh. are, even though everything's going like a normal school week. Yes, and so um, I I get these okay in Florida, and I don't know if this is a whole Florida. No, I think it's 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 specific. I think to the Sarasota area because they have a really large Amish and Mennonite really? population down there. They have a lot of yeah, Amish weird. people in Florida. Yeah, in Sarasota specifically. They come down there for the, like the winter. <laughs> but isn't that funny? But they Okay. I don't know how they do it, but they do. Uh, I have no idea. Take- but they do. They 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 winter down there. So they have this store though called Detweilers and it's a grocery store and they have this whole wall of treats and snacks and things. And um they have these Dark chocolate covered coffee beans. I hate those. And they are, oh, they're so good. They're so good. And so whenever, um, like if I go see my parents or they come see me or whatever. So I, I've said before that like we did go, um, we did see my parents during Christmas. I stocked up on those bad boys. Like I stocked up on them. And so during, I have one at work. And so because I was so tired, like I said, I decided to go and get, um, to snack on some. Oh no! N- not thinking about the fact yeah, that it's caffeine straight into your system. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, not thinking about the fact that I also had to get stuff this afternoon for the podcast, and so I got the coffee. I had the coffee. I had my coffee this morning. I had the coffee beans in the afternoon, and then I'm leaving work, and I'm like, "Crap! I'm just I have to get the coffee." I oh, I'm just very caffeine sensitive because I avoid it so often it's like it's like when you don't drink for a long time and then you have well you wouldn't know because you don't drink at all but like <laughs> nope. I don't I also don't drink very often so when I drink like one drink and I'm done so it's like one coffee and I'm like I'm feeling it and I didn't I'm yeah. just I'm yeah I I'm like kind of lightheaded a little bit I had a headache I had to take some medicine I was super like I'm trying to drink a lot of water I'm just feeling some kind of way right now, but this was good coffee, though. Great coffee. Three and a half to four Starbucks. I I agree, and we're just going to leave it because I feel like I want to give it like a three and a half, but I feel like part of that is just because I'm having such a a tough time after having it. (laughs) I am am on edge, (laughs) not because of the drink, (laughs) but just because of how I cried for no reason before this. There's a lot. There's a lot. There's a lot. Everything is great. Everything is, I, I'm i not okay. 
We got we got to go. We got to keep going. <laughs> we got to keep moving. <laughs> so that was our caffeine corner. Uh I don't Hey Mitchie, Mikey, I don't know. Whoever you are, thank you for your suggestion. We appreciate you. And I'm sorry that that your drink recommendation um is not getting maybe the love it deserves because of where we are emotionally in our lives. Yeah, right this has now. nothing to do with your drink. It has to do with my emotional state, which is it apparently has to not do okay. with the fact I had way too much caffeine today. Um, and I'm feeling the effects. Um, that's caffeine corner. Three and a half to four stars. I don't know. We'll just leave it at that. Um, but you know, please, uh, please give us your orders because like, no, like rate us on Apple. Like there's so many, half of you. Okay. We have like 60 unique listeners and half of you listen on Apple podcasts and we only have four comments on Apple podcasts. I'm going to make my mom do one. Like guys, come on. Or like comment on our pictures with your Starbucks. Give us your Starbucks orders because I feel like we're going paycheck to paycheck with these things. Like every week it's like, oh crap, we need to find one. I got a good amount from TikTok, but it's not the same. It makes it easy. I could even just post a whole video being like, tell me your Starbucks order and I'd get a bunch of comments. Well, that's that's that. That's Caffeine Corner and I just here we are. Smooth transition. <laughs> oh man, I'm feeling it. Um I'm so, so close to having a panic attack right now. If I let my brain just, go to any negative thought right now, I will start crying for no reason. I love this. Okay, let's start with something fun then. We're going to go out of order. Go out of order. I need to go out of order. We're going to go out of order and I, we are going to talk about, this was actually the last thing in the main section of the podcast we were going to talk about. We're moving it to number one, craziest travel story. Yeah. All right. I feel like I need time to ponder and think about this. And so I want you to go first. Okay. Do we want one that's like frightening or do we want one that's fun? Well, I think I thought the whole point of us oh, doing okay, this first was to keep sorry, it light. I'm sorry. Sorry. Well, I mean, like, cra- they're crazy could go two ways. Like, there's the crazy psycho girlfriend, and then there's like, oh, she's so crazy. She's fun. So. <laughs> <laughs> let's do the fun one first. Uh, the fun, let's, the let's fun, one, fun one was, um, so after college, I, because I, I wanted to, the entire time I was in college, I wanted to, tr- I wanted to study abroad. And I applied to study abroad like three times and then I never went through with it because it's very hard to study abroad while being an education major. Yeah. And like for one of them, I broke my leg and I couldn't go. I was supposed to go to Ireland. You didn't break your leg. You're so dramatic. Okay. I broke my ankle. Sorry. I couldn't go. Um, What you want to call it? So... My the deal was when I graduated college, my parents' gift to me was, um, a um, what what did I do? Like a like a trip basically to Europe. It was like one of those tours for it was a tour for, young, for early twenties. It was yeah, yeah it was for people eighteen to twenty nine, I think. And so it was a, a lot. I mean, no one was really over the age of twenty six on the trip. It was a lot of like twenty one year olds, like a lot of people around my age. And I went with a friend, and it was a it was like a European country tour, basically. And I went to like seven countries in fourteen days or something. And one of the stops on our trip was Venice, 
which is my favorite place to be. And this is probably why it's one of my favorite places to be. Um, in Venice, of course, we did a gondola ride. It was part of... Oh, I know this story. Yes. I love this story. So um, we pay, one of the excursions we could pay for, for on top of the trip was a gondola ride. But of course, I'm not going to go to Venice and not do a gondola ride. I wore stripes and everything. For the, and also, the gondola, not all the gondola people wear stripes. And we got... A, originally, I got a gondola driver who was not wearing stripes. And I was very upset about it. <laughs> But so no, thank you. We we get on the gondola, which is also very expensive, by the way. Hmm. It was like eighty euro, I think. Oh my! Yeah, so it's it's like fifty to eighty euro, I think, for for a gondola ride. And so, um, I get on the gondola with like five of my like tour mates, and um, we're just like we're cruising along, we're cruising along. So you go through the canals, and then you go out into open water because Venice is an island. You go basically like almost out into the ocean a little bit and then turn around and go back into another canal. It's like a mm-hmm. like a circle almost. And so we we were out in the like open water part, like not ocean, but like bay. It's like bay. Like it's not like there's waves or anything. And so okay. um and a bunch of other gondola drivers, so it's like when you can like you see other gondola drivers all together, they're all gondolaing. And of our, we had a gondola driver who was, A, very grouchy. B, like, wasn't really talking to us. Some of them were singing. He wasn't singing. He wasn't wearing a striped shirt. Like, I was like, this is not the experience. For 80 euros. I know. I was like, this is not the experience I paid for or <laughs> dreamed of. I wore striped shirts and I wore a striped dress and red lipstick for this. And um, this other gondola with, like, an Asian tour, like, a, like an Asian family tourists on it like comes up next to us and clearly the gondola drivers are friends and he was younger and very handsome italian man and he's they're talking to each other in italian and then as a joke he like held out his ha- i had heart-shaped sunglasses on i have a thing for heart-shaped glasses people if you can't tell yep and so i had heart-shaped sunglasses on i had like red lipstick like i was i was doing a look and so the gondola driver on the other gondola, like, held out his hand as, like, like, um, to kiss my hand or something like that. Like, as I, and I thought he was joking. And so I went along with it, like, full ham style. I was like, oh, my gosh, Italian man kissing my <laughs> hand. Like, I was just being ridiculous about it. And so he took this as a very positive reaction because he didn't speak much English. <laughs> and so... Um, he's like, please hop on my gondola, hop on my gondola. And I was like, what? No, like, I can't get, because first off, we're in the middle of like water. Like, I can't just jump from one boat to another boat. Like, I could fall in the water. There's a lot could happen here. So I'm like, no, 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 I cannot go on your gondola. Also, like, I don't want to be separated from my friends. My phone basically doesn't work. This is like 2015 in Europe. So, um, and then he just kept like being like, oh, hop on my gondola, hop on my gondola. And so I don't know what in me went, sure, why not? So I kind of just (laughs) gave in and I was like, all right. Cause he kept, he pushed the gondolas together and like he had one leg on my gondola and one leg on his. So they were like right next to each other in the open water. So he's like, get on, get on. And I was like, well, okay, I don't have to like jump over water. I'll do it. 
So I, I left my bag, which wasn't smart, with my friends, and I hop on the other gondola. And I'm standing in the back because everyone else, when you're in a gondola, you're sitting in the front, and then the gondola man is standing in the back with a little stick that, like, drives the boat. And so I'm standing in the back with him. Um, there's this Asian family on the on the gondola who doesn't speak English or Italian, has no idea what's going on right now because a, a, a crazy white woman has jumped on their gondola mid-ocean. And so then we're getting closer to the the canal where all of the gondolas are kind of like lined up and like having people disembark kind of. So it's like real slow and there's a bunch of gondola drivers waiting their turn to unload their passengers. So there's a bunch of people in this canal and obviously all the gondola drivers are friends. So, and there's music playing, I think, or something. I don't know. We were dancing on, and he was like holding my hands and we're like dancing on the gondola and everyone's taking pictures because this is not apparently a very common scene. Apparently people do not just jump hop mid gondola and drive the gondola with the gondola driver. Sure. So, um, then he kept asking me to stay the night, like to go out with him after his shift on the gondola. Oh my God. And I was like, first off, no, because we weren't staying in Venice. We were staying on the mainland of Italy. So, okay. and water taxis from Venice to, to the island stop at like, I don't know, 8 p.m. or something, 9 p.m. Okay. And that's probably, I don't know. I was like, I'm not staying in, no, no, I'm not. I don't want to get murdered. I don't want to get separated from my friends either. Like, uh, that was a big no-no. So I was like, no, no, I'm so sorry. Like, I cannot I cannot see you after after you're done with work. And he was like, marry me. Like, I, I, I don't know where the joking started and, like, was serious. But he was like, oh, my gosh, please marry me or marry me. We should get married. And every, And then all the gondola drivers are like, kiss, 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 kiss. When is the wedding? When is the wedding? And I was like, what is happening? So then I was like, well, I, I have nothing against kissing the very handsome Italian gondola driver, man. So then everyone's sure. chanting, all the gondola drivers and some English tourists. The Asian family still has no idea what's going on. They're taking pictures, by the way. I'm in their pictures somewhere. Um, they're like, uh, they're all like, kiss, kiss, kiss. So we kiss on the back of the gondola and like the entire canal erupts in cheers. Like, especially all the gondola drivers that are like thrilled this is happening. And so, and everyone took pictures of us kissing on the gondola and everything. And I was just like, sure, why not? Like the picture of me is literally like with my hand like this being like, yeah, it's fine. We're kissing. And he tasted like cigarettes, by the way. He was a smoker. And um, then I, I had to get off his gondola. And he was like, please, please see me after the after the gondolas. And I was like, no, no, I got to go back to to my friends. But thank you so much. This has been a great time. Bye. And then, like, I was walking around Venice for, like, a few hours after that. And Venice is a small island. You can cover all of Venice yeah. in, like, two hours. People would yeah. stop me and be like, are you the girl from the gondolas? <laughs> and I'd be like, yeah, it's me. And they'd be like, oh, my gosh, that's so fun. How did that happen? And I was like, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> it's just, you know, YOLO. If, uh, did YOLO exist then? YOLO existed then. 
So yeah, and that was that was my fun, crazy travel story. Monroe, I swear to God, if you step on this computer, I will end your life. <laughs> I uh, I think we'll have to find the gondola picture and post it on Instagram whenever we. Oh, trust me, I got that picture. Some I should get that printed and framed. It's a fun picture. I I like it. I I've traveled to a bunch of places. You've been to Thailand, but. I ha- I went to I've been to Thailand, Laos, Turkey, Greece, uh, Aruba. I'm trying I want to go to Aruba. I've been a bunch of I've been in a bunch of places in the U.S. like a bunch of different states, um, more than half. But but I don't have I don't know like I've I don't have a lot of like crazy stories like nothing, that. Well, obviously nothing is is like as wild as like oh. I hopped on a gondola and made out with the no. gondola driver. But, like, there wasn't, like, a crazy, like, airplane story or, like, or you almost missed your plane, like, this crazy thing happened or. <laughs> I guess it was more of a oops moment. Um, So when I was, it was after my junior, it was 2010, so I was 17, and I went on my it was a mission trip to Thailand and Laos and, and it wasn't like a it was a mission trip where it was with this organization called Mana and and they have a lot to do with like going into uh underdeveloped countries or like poor rural areas and basically they provide food for children and school for children um and so my trip was mainly focused on schools and so we went in and we brought a bunch of supplies like school supplies and it was really cool. Um, but it was like, so we had, we flew into Bangkok and then from Bangkok, we flew to Laos and we spent like a week and a half in Laos. Um, we had stayed the night in Bangkok and then we flew back to Bangkok and we spent like the day and that night in Bangkok and then we flew back. So it was like a two week trip. Um, but the night we flew from Laos to Bangkok, we were coming back um, we were, we were staying at a, like a hot a missions house, like a hostel essentially, um, but not a hostel. I don't know how to say it. It was called a missions house, but um, we <laughs> were in the cat. We're in the car, like a, like a taxi, but it's a van. And again, this was 2010. And so my parents had gotten me like this little flip phone where it was like I could have international minutes, but like it cost a lot of money, but they didn't want me to go with no phone at all because I was the only person from my church. Like I literally went alone with a bunch of like some other two other church groups. <laughs> it was like me and a church from Connecticut and a church from Texas. Oh, and, and yeah. And so they were like, we really want for you to have a phone like in case of emergencies. So <laughs> So we're in the cab going from uh, wherever we downtown Bangkok to our mission house. And I was trying to call my parents to let them know, like, okay, we're in Bangkok. We're leaving in the morning. This is what time the flight is, blah, blah, blah. And my phone wasn't working. And so I borrowed the iPhone of one of the other people I was with. And I called my parents and I'm like, okay, well, I had, so I had taken that flip phone out of my bag and I must've like put it down in the seat. And not grabbed it when I got out of the car. Uh oh. So I get out of the the taxi. We get into the the hostel or the mission house, and we like set up for the night. And all of a sudden, like I forget exactly what happened. 
apparently, because there's a there's a like a big time difference. So it was like the middle of the night in New York, and my parents get a phone call from my cell phone number, and when they answer it, it is a man. Uh oh. It's like trying to find out who, who the phone belongs to. Who doesn't speak good English. Oh, no. Trying to figure out who the phone belongs to. My parents said that they wanted to, once they realized that I it wasn't like a taken situation, <laughs> <laughs> they said they wanted to murder me. They were so pissed at me. And like, basically, they like worked it out where they were like, well, let us find out the missions where they're staying. And so they like had to call the, the trip coordinator that I was with. And they like coordinated for the guy to drop the phone off. And I had to give him money because he had gone through all of this. Oh, yeah. Because like. And so, yeah. Anyway, that's the craziest story is that my parents thought I had gotten taken in Thailand. I, that's I never heard that story. That's good. Yeah, that's, that's the gist of it. I, it's That was 11 years ago. So the memory is like a little fuzzy of exactly what happened. But that's the gist. I still have the little elephant you got me from that trip. Yeah. The little black elephant doll. Not doll. Yeah. Statue. Yeah, a little, little figurine. Figure, figurine. That's, I guess that's like my, the thing to happen. I'm sure that if I thought about it more, I could think of like fun stories of where like I've gone and where I've traveled, but. You in trouble. You know. Yeah. Yeah, that was, I, my parents were less than pleased with me. Because it was like the last night of my trip. We were beginning our trek home like the very next day. <laughs> they were mad. Um, But yeah, that's. That's fun. So great. So fun. Love that. We love being taken. Um, love being taken. Um, but speaking of foreign countries. <laughs> woof. Okay. So, again, I don't know when this episode is going to air because I don't have my it life together. It will probably still be relevant. When is it not going to be relevant? Because okay, they're going to talk so about we're, this for weeks. We are recording this. Uh, the Tuesday after the big Harry, Megan, royal family interview with Oprah. <gasps> Such two days after. Was spilled. Oh, my gosh. There was so much that happened. And, okay, so, like, you and I are big, like. Royal we, fam watchers. Okay, what, yeah, we're royal fam watchers. And say, I think like, that's important. Fans. What am I? No, one of my coworkers asked me today, I don't know if he was being condescending or not, but he was like, I don't understand the obsession with the royal family. Like, why? And I was just like, for me, it's not an obsession. It's like, it's so different. It's so interesting. There's so much history surrounding it. And I'm not like a history person. There's just, first off, there's, there's the, 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 like, grandeur of, like, the idea of royalty. Yeah. And because, like, we have no royalty in America. Right. It's just so different. So it's just, I'm intrigued so, like, by it. The, I, yeah. And the fact that, like, and, like, even in the interview that that Megan says, she's, like, when she met the Queen of England and, like, all the, all the, all the royal people, she was, when she first met them, she kind of thought, like, well, I've met famous people before. This is just, like, meeting celebrities. Yeah. But it's. It's not like there's a whole it's not just like meeting a famous person. These people are direct descendants of like 
people yeah. from so long ago. Like, their family tree is is written out. Like, it's just so interesting to me. And so yes. all the rules, all the regulations, all the scandal. Lots of scandal. Yeah. And, like, and so I think, too, like, that's important because people are ragging on her. Like, how did you not know that what you were marrying into? And it's like, okay, but, like, honestly, though, like, let's get real. Unless you are... Unless you go out of your way. Yeah. Well, unless you go out of your way to follow the royal family. Yeah, you don't know. And there are still things that we don't know. Like, like she said, like, even behind closed doors, like, between, like, family events, you treated her like the queen first and your grandmother second, Harry said. Yeah. And so, like, but I, but I mean, like, because people were like, how did she not know what she was getting herself into? How did she not know? And it's like. Well, but you but you have no idea. No. Like it's so easy to sit there and be like, "Well, she should have known." And it's like, "But you have you have no idea because like she said it's so easy to think of them as famous people, but they're not just famous people." No. And as hard as that is to wrap your brain around, like that's what it is. And for for the people who didn't watch or aren't aware, so Harry Prince Harry and Meghan Markle stepped down or stepped back being senior members of the working members of the royal family. Yes. When they they wanted to just step down, not or step back, not step down. They wanted to step back and like not do like they wanted to not be main royal family workers. They wanted to be more like secondary ones like some of the other royal family like Princess Eugenie and all of them who are like mm-hmm. secondary royal family workers. Um but um when they took the step to do that basically the the royal family or the the institution that runs the royal family was like nope you're all in or you're all out and cut them off basically yeah Yeah. and told them they couldn't have security and like couldn't give security to their child because he didn't he wouldn't have a title technically when he was born and all this stuff there's a lot more to uncover there's a lot of racism involved but -hmm. basically they left because um, Megan, not for multiple reasons, but basically Megan was receiving terrible media coverage. Yeah, and it and it's not just like tabloids like here in America where it's just like, oh, she's gained weight, she's fat, she looks stupid. Like, yeah, British, they're vicious. They are UK tabloids are. So hardcore. Like, there are articles yeah. I saw where they... Because Meghan Markle's half black. So, mm-hmm. she... um, They're like... I've seen articles where they call her, like, monkey-faced or something. Like, something... Yeah. Like, very derogatory, racist remarks about her. And compared to the media coverage of Kate Middleton, who was not... You know, who is... Who's seen as one of their own... Because even though she was a commoner, she's British. Mm-hmm. And she's white. And so... Her media coverage once she married Prince William was much more in a positive light. And Meghan Markle's yeah. was not. And it got to a point where Meghan Markle trigger warning for being unalive. Um, she Did you know, hold on, to cut you off, did you know that a lot of times that they've done studies that trigger warning actually induces more anxiety? Oh, well. <laughs> a topic is coming up that you may not want well, to listen a to. Like- Sensitive, sensitive, sensitive topic. Sensitive word. topic warning. Yeah. Um, Meghan Markle basically admitted that she 
wanted to commit suicide when she was pregnant with her first child because of and all after. the bullying. And after, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, she went to the royal families, like, the people in charge of them, you know, because it's very different. There's apparently, like, an institution that runs the royal family, mm-hmm. and then there's the actual royal family members. So she went to the, like, business people of the royal family and was like, hey, I ain't feeling so hot. Can we, can I need help? And they said no. And apparently you are very trapped. Like, you don't have your car keys. You don't have your passport. Right. You are like, and she never, like, left her house. Like, it sounds very suffocating, basically. So that's I, why they wanted to step back. Yeah, well, and I think that the biggest thing is, like, oh, and people are saying, like, you're they're whining and they're complaining. Like, having a mental illness oh my God. and saying, I have a mental illness or or whatever. That's not whining. That's not complaining. And to the people saying, like, oh, they just need to shut their mouths. Because even still, people in the UK, I've seen so many comments comment on some of these British pages. Do not oh pass the gosh. vibe check. Even the American. No. Like, I showed you um, my local news channel, which is like KTNV or something. I don't know. Nevada's mm-hmm. local news channel that I follow um, posted an article like about it or something. And the whole comment section was people being blatantly racist and not understanding mm-hmm. the concept of all. And I just, I everywhere I see, I have not seen people sympathize with them. I've seen in any some, comment but section. I, I've, I have seen some, but, but like my thing is like, that's not whining. Like they, the media and, and everything has been roasting her and roasting them for stepping back. And they are finally saying, okay, this is what happened. And they were not derogatory towards the royal family. No. They did not drag very the royal family. They didn't they say were, names when they, they felt said. like it would be bad. Right. And they just said their they, side of the story that wasn't being All they told. did was stick up for themselves. Yeah. That's all they did. That's it. Because the royal family or the royal institution would not defend her. When it came to all these things, even though they would defend other people like Prince Andrew during right. his, his his scandal, which is still ongoing, by the way. And it's like, but we'll sweep that under the rug, but, but, but not stuff with address Meghan. something very easy as like, hey, Meghan Markle did not make Kate Middleton cry during wedding planning. Like something as easy as making a statement about that could have could have avoided all of this pain. Right. And like. I don't, it just, like, and here's the thing. And people are like, Harry let Megan control her, He him. said he felt trapped, that, too. But, but here's the thing. And here's the thing. And I, and I fully believe this. When you are married, it is you and your spouse. And, and you can have a good relationship with your family. But at the end of the day, the people in that marriage are the two of you. And you need to put each other above all else. Otherwise, it will not work. If you are not each other's top priority, it's not going to work. And so what he did was he saw his wife struggling. Child. Like, he saw his wife in child, but like he saw his wife being roasted in the media and he saw his wife wanting to kill herself. And he said, this isn't going to work. Either we need help or we need to go. And he he put his wife and like he said, you're right. Like he said he felt trapped, too. But it's just like he 
he stuck by his wife. Yeah. Like, and, and he, it's just, he did what he needed to do to protect his family. And it's so ridiculous how parallel it is with the Princess Diana situation. Oh, I I was watching this interview and all I could think about at certain parts were how similar it was to the interview that Diana did, what, like 30 years ago, 40 years ago, Diana in her own words. Yeah. And it's she she talked about how alone she felt. She talked about how she had no controls. She was also roasted by the media and how like, she felt silence. She felt silence like and she, and, and like it's like they didn't learn. And and now and no. and Harry brought up a very good point in the interview. It's even worse now than compared to with his mother because of social media and race. Yeah. Because a because- lot of Europe does I mean like not that America handles race very well, obviously. Like we still got some issues clearly. Yeah. But I it's and I witnessed this a lot in France, so I'm going to assume it probably carries on a little bit in the UK. Europe is such an older country than America. Oh, well, mm-hmm. Europe is a continent. But, like, the countries in Europe <laughs> are much older and, like, they've yeah. been lo- around a long time. And so they have... Their, their governments and their history for white people yes, goes back further than white history in America. Yeah. And, and like, we were kind of, like, founded on this... Well, we weren't founded, but we, we there's always been this idea in America of, like, we're all from different places and we're, like, a melting mm-hmm. pot or something, you know? And they don't have, they were never, that idea was not, like, brought up with them mm-hmm. in Europe. Like, in France, there are French people and not French people. And if you're mm-hmm. not French, you don't belong there, basically. Like, that's my experience when I yeah. was in France a lot. So I, I'm assuming that probably a little bit carries on into other Western European countries a little bit. Yeah. And so probably in the UK, they're like, you know, at least Kate Middleton was a British person. Yeah. So, and she's white. So she kind of, they kind of felt like she belonged there. But since Meghan Markle was an American and half black, they're like, you, you don't belong here. And it's very apparent that there's a lot of racism involved that is not addressed as much as it's being addressed here. I can see like we have the black lives matter movement now and they're trying to make people aware of like unconscious racial bias. I, th- yeah. I think in Western Europe, it's just very, they're very set in their traditional ways, which is yep. not an excuse, but that's like what I observe. No, but it's, I think it's important to like have that understanding, you know? Yeah. Like, it's important to understand that. And because they're not like blatantly <sighs> racist. They're not like, ah. But the media is. But the, me- well, and yes, I think the here's media the thing is. Too. Like, the media is. And the fact that, like, that that happens. The fact, can you imagine major news outlets calling somebody monkey faced? Yeah, I know. That would not fly. And, like, they'd get canceled I mean, so fast. And, I think the thing is, like, when you're walking around, like, London, you don't see, like, people being outwardly racist, but then things like mm-hmm. that happen. Like, in, in America, like, you know, you can, y- y- there's people who will be 
I think probably because we're louder and more outspoken. There are people who will be like, yeah. get out of my way. I don't like you because of racism reasons. But in the UK, they'll just kind of be like passive aggressive about it usually. Mm-hmm. And they'll they'll probably be, you know, they'll say like sly, underhanded comments. And they won't be like as outwardly like a few, I feel. What gets me too is is this idea of like, That, like, we are the best and then, like, filthy Americans. And I'm not saying that America has it all figured out because we very obviously do not. <laughs> Don't. But I felt, I felt so much like, can you, like, check yourself maybe for a minute? Well, yeah. I mean, like, look where they ran you away to, to seek um, refuge. They ran to California. Yeah. They first went so, to like, Canada. I- and they were like, yeah. we can't stay in this Commonwealth country. We're not safe here. And they yeah, and like, took refuge in the U.S. And like, so again, like, I'm not saying that we have it all figured out because we most certainly do not. But I think no. that there's a level of accountability that we do hold each other to. Like, we're more outspoken. And so I am more like maybe I am more willing to call out somebody for being racist than someone yeah. in the like, you know what I mean? Like, and but like, but it felt very much like, you know, they sit there and go like, oh, America, America, America. They're so horrible. They're such a mess. And it's like, I'm not saying that we're not, but maybe can you focus on yourself for a minute because you have a mess too. And yeah. you need to maybe worry about your own mess. Like you take care of yourself for a minute there, champ. Because there was also, because we didn't even bring this up. There's so much tea in this. Um, one of the royal family members, which they refused to disclose, would was bringing up what did they what was the exact word they said there were concerns it there was were concerns there were concerns about the darkness yes. of archie's skin when he was born since megan is half black which is and, so funny because like looking now he's so light well because i mean like he's only 25 percent black by that by that time but like um it's just you would think they would see this as a positive thing like Bringing more yeah. diversity into the royal family. Like, that was the first thing when, when Kate came. In a way, it was diverse to them because, like, oh, a, a commoner finally is, like, yeah. being married into the family. It doesn't have to be another royal marrying another royal person. And, but now 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 you have an American commoner who is half black joining the royal family and providing, like, someone in the line of succession with Mm -hmm. diversity and you would think that they would see this as a positive direction for the monarchy and they're like they're bringing up concerns about how dark his skin will be yeah and like at the end of the day like even if it's a like if it's an let's say like that it's an older member of the royal family, right? Like an older, it's it's not the queen or Prince Philip. Like they've yes, come I out and said it's not them. But like, let's say that it's an older member of the family who doesn't understand or was raised in a different time. Like I understand that, but that doesn't mean that it's okay. And it doesn't mean that they shouldn't be told that's not okay. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah, like I understand that you were brought up in a different time, whomever, but like, that doesn't make doesn't what you're saying you're okay. And I feel like at this, exactly. And I feel like at this point, like you should know that, or you should at least have an understanding of that. It's just like the whole thing was so obnoxious. And like, 
I, there are two sides to every story. I get that. But there were things that just, I don't care what the other side is. It's not okay. Like, if there is any truth in Megan's claims that there was concern over Archie's skin color, if there is any truth in her claims that she was denied mental help when she was suicidal, that's not okay. I don't care what their side is. It's just not okay. Like, no, no matter how you slice it, like, that, it, it's just not. Like, it's just, yeah. ah, it's just not. But, I mean, I I like I, I do. I love them. I love I love Will and Kate. I love Megan and Harry. Like I thought she said something like she said like the media has kind of been like if you like me you have to hate Kate and if you hate Kate if you like Kate you have to hate me. And she's like and that's just not the case. Yeah, they want a villain and a hero. You don't have to. Yeah. Have but like, like don't put no. the women against each other. There's they're they can both right. be great in their own ways. Like Kate's still I think still Kate's in a great royal. Unless she's the person who is bringing up concerns about their skin, but I don't think it would have been Kate. <laughs> I I would like to think that it was like one of the younger it, members. I would like to think that it was not. Yeah, I have a feeling. I, I, like, I would like to. I want to. I I got a feeling it's like Prince Charles. I I definitely think it was someone in the like in that yeah like that around, generation like, like his in one that of the brothers or sisters of him or him yeah. Or, yeah, one or of one of that, that crowd. That that tier. Yeah. That generation of royals. Yeah, I, I agree. Um uh, I could go on all day about the royal family. Such tea. And that whole thing. So much. I just I don't that's just like again, like I understand there are two sides, and I'm not saying that Megan and Harry are perfect, but I am saying that if those two things, if the race thing and the mental health thing are true, I don't care. What? How you slice it, it's not okay. It's not okay. And I don't think that they're wrong for defending themselves at all. No. Because there comes a point where you need to stick up for yourself. You are not a doormat. You do not have to stay quiet and let people walk all over you. You, as a person, have every right to stand up for yourself in a respectful way, which I 100% think that they did. Yeah. That is how I feel. Yeah. Yeah. Now our least favorite um, topic. Uh, yeah. Gross. Well, I, I thought it was very relevant because I've been seeing a movement on uh, Instagram about this. Yeah. Um, on on I all do the have teachers' about this. Instagrams. I mean, yeah. I think um, every teacher's got feelings about this. So the topic is standardized state testing. And should it be canceled right now because we're in a panini? <laughs> Uh, I okay, so I think. Do you there still are a have lot it? of things? What? Yeah, is it still yeah, planned do. for you? So, yeah. So the state of Texas has come out and said at least two things that I know. So they said one, it cannot results cannot be tied to school funding this year, and two, oh. it it cannot be used in a teacher's formal observation, which I feel like state testing should never be used in a teacher's formal <laughs> observation. That is so wrong, but they said you cannot, schools cannot do those two things this year, but the kids still need to take it. And at that point, it's like, why? <laughs> why? Why are we doing this this year? There's so much going on. There's so much happening. These tests oftentimes do not properly evaluate children. And like, but here we are still having to take it when 
30% or more of the our kids in my school are still not back. They're still online. And that's po- caused all sorts of other issues. Um, I, I feel like this year, like, what are we doing? Why are we doing this? If it's not being used to grade schools and it's not being used for funding and it's not being used for whatever grading teachers, which is already dumb, but it's not being used for that, then why are we taking it? What is the point? What benefit is there? There, there literally is none, and I don't understand. So I pulled up, because when you said that, I just know that, because I go off what my admin tells me. Nevada mm-hmm. is also giving, we have the S back, state testing. Uh, mm-hmm. And so, um, I, and it's because, and they, I, I, I wanted to Google to see, like, if they had anything similar to Texas. It says the U.S. Department of Education announced on Monday, and this was on February. This isn't this article is from February, that it will require states to administer standardized tests this year with some flexibility due to COVID. Um, so, and I and I remember saying that basically the U. I remember it was the federal government that it was requiring states to administer standardized test. Um. Which also ticks me off because yeah, you like state power. education. Well, but here's the thing. Education is a power that was given to the states, not the federal government. So keep your gosh darn nose out of it. <laughs> but I just like usually these state tests, like Rachel was saying, are used to judge teachers and distribute funding to schools. And also, in, at least in the state of Nevada, it's used to rate schools on a rubric. Yes. Schools are given star ratings, like one through five stars here. And so um, it's part of that. It doesn't affect the kids' grades at all. And we don't even get the results until the following year. Like, it's not like I get, you know, results even that summer. I don't get the results until, like, the following fall, like October, November, maybe. Oh, really? Yeah, we don't get SBAC results till at least October. And so um, there is no benefit right now because why are you if if we're not using this for because it's not being used on our evals i know that and it's as you said it's probably not being used in all the states for for funding to allocate funds Mm -hmm. what's the purpose then we know the kids didn't grow the way they were supposed to grow this year because we're in a freaking panini and (laughs) i laugh it makes me feel better to call it a panini it makes me feel a little bit better inside and um we know they didn't grow the same. You're not judging me based on mm-hmm. it. We survived last year not taking it. And look, teachers are still doing their job. If not harder, they're doing it. Why because, put the kids like, through the brain-melting stress of taking one when it literally does not matter? Well, and so, they can say, oh, it's not going to be tied to your evaluation. and You shouldn't so be judged off of it because it's the year of the pandemic. But we all know that admin is going to get these scores back. And even if they're not formally judging you on these grades, they are at the very least going to be forming opinions about you based on these grades. And they will be making decisions about where, what maybe what classes you're teaching or whatever. They will be making decisions based off of these because you know they're going to be. And it's like you can say they can't use it formally, but... But uh, it just is so frustrating. And, like, you're right. Like, the kids didn't progress as they should. How could they? How could they? No, no I'm skipping a so lot. Like, I'm teaching so algebra they, one. 
So we skipped a lot of stuff. Yes. And, and like, just, they're uh, not, we have, we're changing the way that we teach an insane amount, but we're not going to change the way that we test. We're not going to change what they're like. They're not changing what they're testing on. They're not changing how they're testing it. And it's like, you know, we've been told how flexible we have to be as teachers. You have to be flexible and give the kids grace, give the kids grace. You know, we need to work with them. But like the the government isn't willing to work with us. And like the 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 standardized tests aren't changing. And so it's like, well, golly, like, why are we the only ones that need to offer all of this grace and flexibility? Like, why aren't they doing it, too? And it's so frustrating because it's 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 very tiring and draining to proctor yeah because you there's a lot of regulations of proctoring state tests you basically have to like walk around all the certain time and you can't yeah. sit and active, gotta, active active monitoring active monitoring so i can't just sit at my desk and get work done which is what i'd like right. to do i gotta walk around and and make sure they're not cheating make sure their phones aren't out make sure they're all on task blah 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 blah, blah. and then also like the kids they're taking so many tests like they're taking um like it's like three hours a thing so they they must it's like six hours for the math and six hours for the ela there's a lot of reading comprehension in the reading one so that's very tiring on their eye staring at a screen that long it goes on for days because they split it up into like sections and they're just burnt out by the time they're done with it and then they take more at our school than they take our our school required standardized test, which is I ready. And so by the time they take that and the finals, so it's standardized test, yeah. state um, school standardized test and finals, they're done. It's just it's just and the, and so we're still requiring them to do all of that this year. Like I like that maybe they could take the I ready test for us and obviously the finals, but there's yeah there's. There's no need for the S back. I just, I, you know, standardized teaching is a hot topic, uh, even in a normal year, right? There's a lot of people that are like, what did I say? Standardized teaching. Uh, standardized <laughs> testing is a hot topic, like in a All normal year. Yeah. Yeah. And so like, I get that. And that's a whole other conversation, right? That's the a whole other thing. Me. But yes, uh, so give it like I'm not prepping my kids at all for it. I'm making a choice like because I technically I shouldn't have to prep them at all because it's supposed to be like, what did you learn? Mm. <laughs> I, but usually I prep them for like a month before the standardized yeah. test with with like daily review questions, spiral review throughout the year. And then the week before the test, we do just hardcore like straight up review. And yeah. review packets and all of this stuff. And um, I just like, there's no, there's, there's just no. Ugh, it drives me bananas. The whole thing is so frustrating. It just doesn't need to exist. No, I agree. Especially this year. Especially this year. So uh, how terrible of a teacher did you talk about standardized testing and all of these? How terrible of a teacher did you feel like this week? Well, it's Tuesday. So from last Tuesday. Yeah. I feel pretty good today because my grade book and my email inbox is up to date. Nice. 
for for one. Well, the end of the quarter is this Friday, and I okay. I feel I feel like crying, but <laughs> and for no reason. Like it's not like I got a lot of work to do. I'm just I'm. I'm just, I don't know. Like, I'm, I'm just, bur- I think I'm just burnt out. Yeah. So there hasn't, I'm, yeah. I'm going to probably take a PTO day pretty soon for like a long weekend. I'm thinking either this weekend or next weekend. Like, either I'll take next Monday or next Friday off. Okay. I'm feeling before yeah. Yeah, I start I working after care and I can't take Monday or Friday off without trying to find someone to cover me. You got to do what you got to do. <sighs> Um, I feel like I've just kind of been floating along. I'm trying to think. I feel like I've just kind of been normal. Like it's just been, soon. yeah, spring break soon. So it's not for another. I don't weeks. know. Mm. Yeah, I'm. I'm excited for this break. I'm very t- like I'm just. I'm I'm just ready. <laughs> um, what have you done to take care of yourself this week? Have you heard of this? Is a process, and I'm going through it right now. Which is probably why okay. I'm also emotional, besides the fact that I'm probably PMSing and I didn't take my anxiety medication yesterday and I had caffeine sure. today. Um, sure. Have you heard of the term undieting? Yes, I have. Oh, you have? Okay. Do yeah. You, what is undieting in your terms? In Okay, so my understanding of it, like kind of what I've heard, is that it's kind of like... You monitor what you eat, but you're not like dieting. My dog just sneezed. I don't know if you heard that. Bless you, Wrigley. It was really cute. Um, You're on the right track. Basically, it's like, you know how like with diets, like there's a lot of restrictions and like um, bad foods and good foods and like guilty foods and like cheap cheap meals and things like that. It's, It's taking away that narrative that like foods are like good and bad so like when i eat like fast food or something i don't feel like emotional guilt it's like taking emotion away from eating different foods okay basically because like i've been on diets like a large majority of the last probably like three or four years now which I go back and forth on. I'll go into calorie deficit and then I'll fall off the wagon because life gets busy and I'll go into calorie deficit again and I'll back and right. forth, back and forth. Because diets never work. You have to like make an actual lifestyle change, which I have made actual lifestyle changes. Um, Like I, I, I'm trying to eat more vegetables. I've incorporated more vegetables in... um my food and like I eat a lot less processed foods now and I don't eat a lot of red meat and I don't eat a lot of dairy which has been like a gradual process over the last three years which has helped a lot right but um like I'll try and go without eating like because I love Wendy's yeah you love their nugs I love nugs like I I'm an emotional eater I tie a lot of emotion right. to food. So if I get stressed or if I'm anxious, I want comfort food. And putting that yeah. like emotional tie on food and making it like good and bad and like I can't have this, which makes you want it more. Like and I 
use a lot of like food tracking apps, like calorie tracking and like help, like, you know, like how this is how many of this you can have in a day. And I've been doing that literally for the last three years. And, um, I wanted, and I paid for it. I paid $20 a month for the, the food tracking app for like the last two or three years. And I finally, and especially with the panini and me not working a lot and making like secondary income, I was like, I can't, I don't want to afford $20 a month for something that I'm not using all the time, especially because when I get super busy, I don't use it. And I just kind of like eyeball it. So I was like, let me try going without it. And then I heard about undieting and I was like, let me try and make foods. Let me not label foods as good and bad. So I tried that and then I gained like five pounds in the last like week and a half. (laughs) Because I tried that. And now I'm just like in this like chaotic trying to like figure out a balance of. So that's your self care is chaos? Well, I'm trying to like rewrite the narrative of of how I label food in my life. Okay. If that makes sense. I'm trying to. I'm I'm trying to create balance with my eating habits and tying emotions to food and like weight because I've always struggled with weight right if you couldn't tell by how curvaceous I am I think oh my gosh I Wrigley is on my lap right now hi Wrigley oh my god him in the zoom is so funny his eyeballs are so crazy Wrigley he's the cutest he can't hear you. I have headphones on. Oh, Wrigley, talking to the mic. <laughs> um, I think for me, for my self-care this week, it's like kind of stupid, but okay. So I read this book, right? Like I find, <laughs> ah, he just licked my nose. Oh my God. Hi, so Wrigley. I, I, I have just like an interest in the royal family, right? Again, because it's just different. And so I've had the book, the uh, the royal we. Mm-hmm. on my bookshelf for a hot second. I was kind of in the mood for something like kind of fun and romance e. That wasn't like a romance book because that's just not my scene. Those like hardcore romance. Oh, not. I love those but, trash romance books. No, it's not my scene. So, um, it, you know, it's just like supposed to be like this fun. It's basically Will and Kate fan fiction. Yeah. Right. And and I re- and I liked it. There are a couple things that I was like, but for the most part, I really did like it. It was fun, and I read it. and was like, oh, that's cute. Well, there's a sequel that came out uh, last year called The Air Affair. Oh. And so I read The Royal We, and I like got ready to read The Air Affair, and I started it, and I didn't really like the way that it was going. Like, the way that The Royal We ended, a lot of people didn't like. It took four years for the sequel to come out, and a lot of people were really unsatisfied because... It kind of ended on a cliffhanger, but I kind of felt like I was able to make my own happy ending out of it. And I was I would have been satisfied without a sequel. Me personally, just like me and my imagination would have been okay with it. But they but they released the sequel and I started reading it and I was like, I don't know how I feel about this. And I got like a page in and decided who I am as a person. I spoil things for myself all the time. Yeah, I hate that about you. I, I spoil things all that I look up. I go to the end of a book. If I have a question about something, I will Google things like 
I it's part of like how like that little bit of anxiety for me. It's I I I can't deal with not knowing. So I just I find out. Um and so I decided that I was going to kind of like just look into kind of how the book goes and it did not go places that I appreciated. And so I um my dog okay. I decided wild that at least right now I'm not going to read the sequel and I am going to pretend like the sequel doesn't exist and that's very out of character for me but that was my self-care because I didn't like the way the sequel was going very similar to The Cursed Child if you're a Harry Potter fan I was not a fan I do not want it in my brain I didn't read it you don't want to so that's how I took it. I said no I'm just for right now, I'm going to sit pretty with my own little idea in my head and I'm not going to read this book because it's just going to frustrate me. That was my self-care. You go, girl. Yeah. That's about it. Yeah, girl. Wow. What an episode. We made it. What a roller coaster ride. We made it. I made it through without having a panic attack. (laughs) Hey. What an accomplishment. What an accomplishment. And that's about wraps up our our thing. <gasps> Thanks for, this for joining us for spilling the tea. Yep. All that British tea. Should I leave them with a with a a good joke? Sure. What type of beans don't grow in the ground? What type? Jelly beans. I love jelly beans. I hate jelly beans. And it's the time of jelly oh. beans. It's Easter. I love jelly beans. Every year <gasps> Wait. for like my birthday. I have what? A very polarizing question. Okay. How do you feel about peeps? I hate peeps. Oh, good. Me too. We can stay friends. I hate them. I think they're gross. I think they're okay. gross too. But ugh. Um, my brother, Michael, loves them. I hate them. Oh, he's or at least a, he used to love he's them. He's voted off the island. Okay, but every year for my birthday slash Valentine's Day, like my mom, my my parents are like, they're together, they whatever, they get me, you know, like they'll send me money for my birthday. But every year, my dad specifically sends me jelly bellies for my birthday slash Valentine's Day. He sends me a one of those like one pound, the 50 variety, the 50 flavor variety packs that come in the big old box. I don't like this. I love them. I love them. Um, and it's funny cause like this year, maybe I'll see if I can find it and I'll post a picture of it. The card said like, you know, happy birthday, Richie. Cause that's what he calls me. Like happy birthday, Richie. Love dad. And then like dot, dot, dot in parentheses and mom, oh, <laughs> because like, yeah, like it's from them, but it's from my dad. <laughs> LOL. Yeah. Um, I love jelly bellies. I love jelly beans, Ugh. specifically jelly bellies. Ugh. Love them. Um, there you go. That's it. That's, that's that's the tea sis ew that's that's the dough bro oh why are you doing this i'm trying to come we need to end it say goodbye no just say goodbye that's the chat cat tell tell (laughs) the people you love them and let's end this i love you (laughs) bye bye